Hey, what's up, guys? This is Cordell. You're listening to Steeler Nation. Hello, Steeler Nation, and welcome to your Steeler Nation podcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. I am your host, G-Striker. The comps are out, and boy, are we starting to see some inequity here with the way draft picks are given away from minority coaching hires. So the Steelers, obviously, this year got zero comp picks. Why is that, Striker? Well, I'll tell you why. It's because last year we had the most cap space we'd ever seen because we didn't have a franchise quarterback in Ben Roethlisberger. So what did we do? We signed everybody we could find last year. Let's take a quick look at the list that we had on just our signings last season. We had Mitchell Trubisky, quarterback we brought over from Buffalo. We had Miles Jack in from Jacksonville. We had James Daniels coming from Chicago. We had Mason Cole coming from Minnesota. Larry Okunjobi came in from Cincinnati. Witherspoon for, was re-signed at Pitt. Um, Buffalo, we got Levi Wallace. Um, Chooks, we re-signed. Gunner Olszewski, we got from New England. We re-signed Adams, Killebrew, and Millette. Also re-signed Edmonds. And picked up Carl Joseph and Charles Carl Joseph. We uh signed KZ from Dallas, Avery from Philadelphia, who ended up not even making our team. Um from Green Bay, we ended up getting uh oh sorry, re read or Haskins was re-signed, Spillane was re-signed. They were all uh restricted free agents, most of those guys. Uh, and then we picked up Miles Boykin as a um, waiver wire pickup. So we're talking about 12 players that we picked up outside of our own team. So that equates to a big healthy zero for us getting draft picks or getting comp draft picks this season. Sucks because we usually have something here and there, especially when we were missing picks in the fifth and sixth rounds would have been awesome to have some draft picks in those locations. And I know there's a lot of lamenting uh, going on with that fact. But I'll tell you a team that did it right. San Francisco 49ers. This is a team that gave away its second rounder, its third rounder, and its fourth rounder to get one of the best running backs in the league in Christian Caffrey. And how did it work out for them? They've got three third round comps. Essentially, that didn't hurt them at all, losing all those draft picks, because they have three third round comps. Yeah, sure, two of them are One's definitely lower than a second rounder. One is slightly lower than they're actually picking. And then the third being a better pick than their fourth rounder. So it evened out. Way better pick because they've been picking at the end of the fourth round. So now we're talking about draft equity through this hiring process. But now I'm saying there's a little bit of draft inequity in this hiring process. Love the rule. The Rooney rule is great. Love that minority coaches, women, get a chance to go out and interview um, and have to be interviewed before they hire a, a coordinator, a front office person, or a head coach. That's the way to do it. The problem is now assigning draft value to these things creates these situations now where players or coaches now have a limited amount of teams that are willing to sign them. Striker, what does that mean? Think of it, we'll, we'll take our team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. We need to hire, let's say, an offensive coordinator because uh, Canada didn't work out. So 
We love this offensive coordinator, this uh, this position player in Baltimore, but we can't sign him. Why? Because we're not giving Baltimore two third-round draft picks. We're also not giving Cincinnati or Cleveland two third-round or any any third-round draft picks. Sorry, it's one draft pick for an offensive coordinator and front office guy. It's it's a two for the head coach. Um, so that's what we're looking at. We don't want to help out teams in our division by giving them draft picks to get a great candidate. So that limits the ability for the for coaches to move within the, even the, just the league. Because now Steelers have to think twice, not only about their division, but anybody in the AFC. Because now they're throwing extra draft picks to teams that they are directly competing against to make it to the Super Bowl. Sure, if it's a bottom dweller, maybe you'll think about it. But you're not going to give Kansas City two two extra uh, third rounders. That's just not going to happen. Maybe that's a reason why uh, we had so much problems there with with their uh, quarterbacks move or their uh, coaches moving up to a higher position as opposed to a transitional position or a a lateral position, which you don't get picks for. Also, I will state the other aspect that I really don't like about this rule is it discriminates against the own team within promoting from within. I think it's a great, that's what the Steelers have always done. They've always, Austin came up, was a defensive backs coach. Now he's defensive coordinator. We don't get any draft picks for that. Why not? We're promoting within our own system. We are doing what the league wants, which is more minority quarterbacks, sorry, more minority coaches in higher positions. That's exactly what the rule was made for. Now it means if you promote from within, that rule doesn't even help us out anymore. Because now we're not getting draft picks from promoting within. And I think maybe that's why we're promoting from within more. Because we don't want to give other teams draft picks. That's a reason to think about it. So that is my biggest problems with all of this situations with the uh, comp, comp compensation, we should say. Uh, and it just doesn't work out equitably for coaches that want to move anywhere in the league. Now they're limited to possibly only being hired by the opposite conference. So that's the world we live in, I guess where rules are arbitrary and goalposts can always be moved. Now, guys, it's time for questions from the Steeler Nation. We take all of our questions from the SteelerNation.com football forum. Uh, Paul G. is the first one there. Um, He has a question for me. Mixon, possibly in legal trouble again. A minor shot in his household. Uh, Chubb and Hunt, possibly on the trade block due to cap issues. Lamar Jackson gets non-exclusive tagged. All top running backs in our division may find a new home for various reasons. You're right. <laughs> um, I think the season will see some of the most most changes in the lineups we have ever seen. What say you? Well, I say this, Paul. Um, it's an odd year with the salary cap as well. So looking at our division, three of the teams in the division are underwater right now. We are 500 grand under or 300 grand under, Ravens are 2.2 mil under, or over, sorry, we're over the cap. And Cleveland is 13.5 mil over the cap. The only one under the cap is Cincinnati at 35 mil, but they have to pay a quarterback, possibly a wide receiver, possibly some defensive players. They're going to be making some, uh, having to spend some money here in free agency. They're going to be eating up some of that 35 mil. Um, But 
with the uh, with the Ravens, I'm expecting big changes with the Ravens and the Browns. Uh, the Ravens just can't afford to sign him to a long-term contract. That's why they locked him up to a single year. Now, I guess if they would sign him to a long-term contract, it would drop his his value for this season significantly. Getting that uh, 20-some million down to around maybe a five five to eight million dollar range, which is definitely something that the Ravens would love to do. And then they could sign some really good free agents. But Cleveland, on the other hand, they don't have any room to wiggle. So they're going to have to make some tough decisions. They're going to have to make some big cuts uh, before the start of free agency. Uh, Cincinnati still might cut Mixon. Just with all that stuff that goes on, if it comes out that he was the one that shot the gun, he might just get cut outright. And that would clear seven mil this season. Five in dead cap, seven cleared. More money for the rich in Cincinnati if that was the case. Um, I'm going <clears> to... <throat> I got to take a, a comment here from Chow Chow Dad because he usually gives me questions over on Steeler Nation, but he's commenting over here. Hey, Striker, getting crushed at work. So just popped in to say hiya and help feed the algorithm. Have a great one. Thank you, Chow Chow. I always appreciate you, man. I appreciate you joining SteelerNation.com football forum as well just to ask us questions, man. That is awesome stuff. Uh, last question comes from Slash Steel. When are you and those two draft Knicks? Getting together to talk to talk draft. I suppose you're talking about the uh, our draft gurus, Ben McKaylee and Matt Papiernik. We've got a few new ones as well. They obviously will definitely be on our draft day shows starting April 28th at 7 p.m. And we'll also probably have draft nicks on the 29th and 30th as well. But you know, I will be there at least providing some entertainment for Steeler fans during the draft, which gets awfully boring hearing. Mel Kuyper say the same crap every year and everybody having to be so positive with the way they talk about everyone. We can say what we want on our show. So if you want to have a fun draft show, come on over to SteelerNation.com. Easiest way to watch it is on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash SteelerNation. Guys, that's all the time we've got on the show. Be sure to come over and check out our sponsors at Total Sports Enterprises at TSEShop.com. Follow them on Twitter. They're always giving away signed stuff at Total Sports ENT. Check the vidcast, obviously, live on Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern time. You can ask questions. We have a conversation for an hour. It's a great show. It's my favorite show of the week. Subscribe to it, obviously, youtube.com backslash Steeler Nation. Read our great Pittsburgh Steeler-focused articles at SteelerNation.com. Tweet us on Facebook. Tweet us at Steeler Nation, Instagram and Facebook at SteelerNation.com. Follow Steeler Nation podcast on Twitter at underscore SN podcast. And follow me, your humble podcast director on the Tickety Talk, on the Grams, on the tweets. SN Striker spelled with a Y. That's all the time I've got now on the Steeler Nation podcast sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. Be sure to tune in to that vidcast, guys, on Tuesday. It's going to be during tampering time. Right in the middle, 13 is opening tampering, the 13th. 14th is the podcast. 15th is the start of free agency. It's going to be a wild show. Can't wait to see you there. But until then, I'll be rooting along with you as always. Go Steelers!